Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from October 25th until November 1st as we close out the month of October with a Taurus lunar eclipse and two additional focal points of energy for you to be aware of over this next week. There are strong activations happening between five and 11 degrees of Taurus and Scorpio. We also have dominant earth and water energies in the cosmos at this time. So we're going to be talking about all that and more in today's show. We are now in Scorpio season, and Scorpio season is an invitation in to more of what is truly going on within you, more of your emotional world, more of your unconscious, more of the fears, doubts, uncertainties that you might otherwise detach from. This is a transition from the logical, rational focus of Libra season into the depths of your heart, your emotional world, your intuition, where the energy switches into the complexities of human nature, the complexities of our own personal psychology, and how we are composed of many different experiences, energies, impressions. We hold a lot in our energy signature that we don't always come in contact with. And this could be a week where something comes up very clearly for you. It's very evident and there's an activation of taking action, moving forward, doing something that could even feel overwhelming. And I'm going to discuss that even more in today's show. Now, Scorpio energy is actually connected with three different archetypal experiences. And as we journey through the 30 degrees of Scorpio energy, we move through each of these energies with an opportunity to progress what we are feeling, to progress into more trust, into deeper connection with ourself, into greater truth, and also a deeper understanding of what you're operating off of, what is motivating you, what is coming up for you to see in the light of day. And so as Scorpio season gets underway, we first typically experience the energy of the scorpion, where that scorpion tail is a stinger. It's a trigger. It's something that comes up that you react to. And the scorpion consciousness is very limited because think of how the scorpion is on the ground. It's on the earth. And sometimes it's camouflage. You can't always see it. It's hidden in the darkness. It comes out when it has a need or something it's looking for. And so the energy of the scorpion is of limited consciousness. It's very reactionary. It's very much what's front and center. It doesn't have a bigger perspective or a long-term view. Rather, being on the earth and only seeing what's in front of it, this is where you could have limitations showing up this week around something that you are fearful of or reacting to. Again, it's the trigger and we currently have both Mars, Mercury, and the Sun in Scorpio really bringing an emphasis to this energy. 
And so there's an opportunity here to look at what am I emotionally responding to or reacting to? What is triggering me at a deep level? What perhaps is triggering something deep within me that requires more investigation? And this could be something where you're tapping into what you haven't experienced before in your life, what you feel is maybe activating or reactivating some painful memories. This is where something could come about and you realize, wait, this isn't even a part of my reality or my energy in this current timeline. This is from a previous experience. This is from when I was younger. This is from a previous fear that's now coming up, but I'm different. I have evolved. I have the capacity to see it in a new light and in a new way and to not respond in the same manner, to not be triggered as maybe I was previously or I have before. So with the strong Scorpio energy at this time, we're really being asked to be more in control of our emotional reactions, of our emotional body, to also go deeper into our energetic mastery, to really sink into what do I want to powerfully choose that supports me, that elevates me? Where am I ready to show up and stand in my truth? And the interesting thing about Scorpio energy is that there can be a fear of the truth. There can be a fear around the truth of what you're feeling, of what you're sensing. There can be disappointment in something or in other people. There can be a sense of wanting to get to the heart of something that you're feeling that's intense, that's overpowering, that's big, emotionally big. And the Scorpio energy is emotionally big because it runs so deep. It's the depths of the energy and being able to go into those depths without knowing what you'll find there, but having the courage to do so. And the energy this week is inviting you into those depths. Now we are approaching the Taurus lunar eclipse on October 28th at five degrees of Taurus. And this is the energy of illumination. This is a full moon lunar eclipse that is activating something very powerful in our psychic bodies, in our intuition, in our emotional world. And the Taurus energy wants you to see something for what it is. See it for what it is. Accept it. Accept what you're seeing. Because when you go into those Scorpio depths, you can be wrestling with parts of yourself. You could be going back and forth. It's almost like you don't even know what to do. It's the endless spinning that can happen internally that creates a lot of turmoil. And this particular Taurus lunar eclipse, it's conjunct Jupiter retrograde, and it is pulling you up out of those depths to just see something and accept it. And when you accept it, there is a calming influence that comes in. It's almost like your shoulders can relax, your jaw isn't clenched. There's a part of you that can lean back. And I'm seeing this as an expansive energy of this is what it is. This is what I'm understanding. This is the message. This is the truth rising. And with the strong Jupiter influence this week, there is an undeniable truth that is rising up that you already know. You're already been sensing it. 
And maybe that's what you've been pushing away, or maybe that's what you've been trying to place. Perhaps you've been trying to compartmentalize it. But what I'm seeing is this very expansive opening into something that is meant to bring you a soothing, loving, peaceful frequency. It's this incoming energy of, I'm just going to accept this. I'm going to stop my own internal frustration or fighting. I'm going to stop doing all of this energy. It's like I get the visual of the Tasmanian devil running around in the living room. It doesn't settle down. It's just so wound up. And there's something about this particular Taurus lunar eclipse that is meant to download greater peace, trust, and acceptance of something something that's been complicated, emotionally big. Again, it's triggered you. And if you can just detach and allow it to be what it is, it's almost like just accepting what somebody is choosing or accepting what somebody is spinning in, accepting something within yourself that maybe you realize, I just don't like this part of myself. And then you say that and it then opens up this doorway to move in a new direction, to see it in a new light, to change the energy. And over the course of this week, with the very strong Scorpio energy, we're going to have some things show up front and center that will be undeniable. And how this is playing out is that on the same day of that Taurus lunar eclipse, we have Mercury conjunct Mars in Scorpio at 11 degrees, And both are exactly opposing this Jupiter retrograde in Taurus. And that's also part of the energy with the sun in Scorpio opposing the moon in Taurus. So between 5 and 11 degrees of Taurus and 5 to 11 degrees of Scorpio in your chart, you are deeply working on something that has been challenging, that has been perhaps stuck. Maybe there's something here that, again, you've been not wanting to look at it truthfully, like holding back a decision, holding back an action, holding back something because of a fear. And it can be paralyzing in strong Scorpio because that Scorpio energy, it churns and it churns and it circulates. And ultimately, it's looking for an opening that feels safe, that feels empowering. And I feel like there's something about this Taurus lunar eclipse that's meant to break you out of a fear where you've been holding yourself back. It's meant to break you out of any stagnation and any internal turmoil. So this energy, again, 5 to 11 degrees of Taurus and Scorpio, which means it's going to be squaring 5 to 11 degrees of Leo, 5 to 11 degrees of Aquarius, but it's going to be trining planets in the water signs and the earth signs. And we also have very strong earth and water energy this week. In fact, we only have Chiron in Aries, in addition to the North Node in Aries and the South Node in Libra. But check out this lineup of planets. We have Jupiter and Uranus and Taurus, Venus and Virgo, Pluto and Capricorn. Then we have the Sun, Mercury and Mars in Scorpio, Saturn and Neptune in Pisces. 
And when you look at the energetics between strong earth and strong water, these are associated with feminine receptive energies. And when they are combined and integrated, they reshape a landscape. Think of the Grand Canyon and how it has been powerfully reformed and reshaped by water that has moved through the rocks for years. There is something within you being re-sculpted, reformed, reshaped that is undeniable. It's a powerful force of energy and it is receptive, but it's changing something within you that maybe you thought would never evolve or never change or never shift. But when we look at it through the lens of the elementals, everything is designed to evolve in some capacity. So here we have these earth signs working with water signs and the earth signs provide the form and container for the water to flow. Earth provides the boundaries and the limitations. Earth gives us what we are ready to build, develop, and grow. And even as simple as looking at your garden or a field of agriculture, it needs water to grow. The seeds, the trees, the flowers, what we see around us needs not only the sun to strengthen and grow, but needs the water as well. So there's something here in this energy signature of this week that is being reformed and reshaped, that is showing you where it's okay to let the power of your feelings, your intuition, the power of water to come through and reform something that maybe you were afraid of change around, afraid of it shifting, afraid of it looking differently, afraid of its growth. And there's something here where when we tap into this wisdom of the cosmos, when we are in this flow with the energies, and again, going back to acceptance, acceptance of what is, you're tapping into a higher consciousness in the universe. You're tapping into greater trust, greater compassion, a new sense of possibilities because you're working with the elements. You're working with this flow of change and what is ready to come about, what is ready to grow in a new way and how it's designed to do so in its own timeline. This could even feel like feast or famine energy where you thought something was dead or the ground was all dried up and crackling and then here comes the monsoon. Here comes the huge influx of fresh water to give fresh life to something. So there's energy of this week that really wants you to tap into the wisdom of the earth signs, the wisdom of water, and how that is part of our ability to stay in harmony with these universal forces. And it's powerfully activated with this Taurus lunar eclipse. On October 28th, because not only is it the eclipse, but it's when Mercury and Mars are conjunct and opposing Jupiter. So this could again show you what you're done with. You're like, I'm done stopping myself from this. I'm done 
holding back what I want, what I need. I'm done with something because here's this Jupiter beckoning you forward, almost like a carrot on a stick. And it's saying there is better, there is more, but you've got to come this way. You've got to crawl out of that hole, crawl out of the emotional intensity, detach from it and settle into the part of your essence, the part of your soul's vibration that is always peaceful, that's always trusting. And you do have that frequency. You have that connection to your soul's wisdom that you can always trust yourself. You can always trust what you're feeling. That doesn't make it simple. That doesn't make it easy. But Jupiter in Taurus is patient, kind, calming. This is a reassuring influence. This is almost like you realize, I've got this. I've got this and I'm not alone. I'm spiritually guided. I'm spiritually protected. I'm doing my best. The universe is traveling right here with me and I know I can see this through. I can get on the other side of this. So I hope that this Taurus lunar eclipse shows you what you're ready to get on the other side of and to give you a counterpoint of perspective. Now on October 31st, we then have Venus and Virgo trining. Uranus retrograde in Taurus at 21 degrees. And this Venus trining Uranus is extra important, I'm feeling, because Venus is the ruling planet of the two eclipses we've been moving through. She ruled the Libra solar eclipse and she's ruling the Taurus lunar eclipse. And here she is trining Uranus and Taurus, which is also an energy that she rules. So there's something that you're breaking through, you're breaking out of that is practical, realistic. It's almost like it will stick and it can be incremental, incremental changes, incremental ways of approaching something that doesn't overwhelm you, that doesn't feel like this huge big thing. And in fact, it supports your healing process. It supports what this Venus and Virgo has been guiding you through in terms of your well-being, your health, how you use your energy to support others. This is also the energy of Venus and Virgo wanting you to do what's best for you. Choose what you need. Choose what serves your energy. Choose what supports you so that therefore you can show up and be of better support and greater service to others. But understand that it's those smaller incremental shifts that can really help with what you do want to improve or heal. Now, Venus trining Uranus brings about happy surprises. It can be developments that you could feel were on the outskirts or on the sidelines. It could be something finally shows up or comes through. You get the news, you get the feedback. Because this is happening at earth signs, it's something tangible, it's practical. And it makes a difference in how you live your life. I see this as straightening up the energy in a space. So maybe it's like if I just clean up my desk or I just reorganize my closet or the pantry or there's something that you're looking to change in your daily habits in what is better for your energy. That's where you could feel the energy rise and it could surprise you at the new levels of freedom you feel. 
where it's like, see, it didn't have to be that complicated. I just had to put in the time and energy to make this change. And this is what showed up. So this is a week where we're really tuning into our physical surroundings, where you could see something in a new way, in a new light. You could just say, yeah, I'm just done with this. I'm going to clear all this out. That's part of the Taurus lunar eclipse influence as well, where you're understanding what you don't want in your space, what you don't want in your energy, what you don't want in your body. There could be something here where you feel inclined to move towards a new exercise routine, a new healing modality. Maybe there's something you're ready to bring back into your world that's good for your overall energy. Practical shifts are the highlight this week. Looking at what you're ready to clean up, straighten up, heal, what you're ready to upgrade for yourself. And this goes back to the reshaping and reforming things in our physical world. And you could wake up one morning and be like, I've got to just change all the furniture around in the living room. And so this is very much a feng shui energy signature where you're like, yes, when I turn this energy around, when I move the couch over here or I switch up something over there, it just feels better. And because we have the influence of the lunar eclipse, it's going to be evident. It's going to be fully illuminated. There will be a spotlight on something that is no longer connected to your frequency, your energy. In fact, it could feel like it is sucking the life out of you. It's pulling you down. It's almost like you're trying to climb out of a well and then it feels like you get your foot tangled up in a rope that wants to yank you back down to the bottom of the well. But this strong balancing influence of energy is supporting you in climbing out of that and allowing something to be what it is or to be what it was. Again, a simplification is very powerful this week. What are you ready to simplify? Where are you at a turning point of something? And again, it's too heavy. It's too much. It's too emotionally entangled. Like I'm getting the image of something rotting. You know, it's rotting away. It stinks. It's attracting flies. It's disgusting. And it's just something that you're fully choosing you don't want anymore. And this is part of breaking cycles. And I know I've been saying that in a number of podcasts, but that's what these energies are showing you where you're done with a pattern. You're done with something that's not connected to your higher consciousness. And it's a previous version of yourself that you're outgrowing. And that can be uncomfortable because where you're going is outside of the comfort zone, which is where growth is. And so I feel like what we're understanding is what we don't want to take forward anymore. And it could be even difficult to wrap your mind around it. With Mercury conjunct Mars in Scorpio, there can be an abrasiveness with this energy. It can be very reactionary. It can be mean words. It can be stuff that comes up and out like an emotional explosion, like a volcano of energy. And then afterwards you realize, I could have handled that a lot better. And there can be shame associated with that or guilt. There can be regret. There can be other messages coming through where you know you're better than that and you know you can handle it differently. So something about this week could show you this is done for me. I'm not going to be this way anymore. I don't want this in my life. Or I'm not going to perpetuate a certain emotional reaction or 
the intensity that I could feel internally, but without being connected to reality. Meaning, it can be easy to get stirred up about something and then realize you didn't even have all the information. You didn't even have the other side of the story. That isn't even the full truth. That isn't even what someone else perceives or wants or thinks. And so the Scorpio energy, because it is so much about emotional depths, it brings up our own psychology. It brings up our own unresolved issues. It can be trauma. It can be things that we've been holding for years, holding for decades. It can be the energy that's also really complicated to understand. So when we have a lot of strong Scorpio in the energy field, it's a great time to go somewhere safe, to talk it out, to work it out, to do some healing. This can be with therapy and energy work, psychology, counseling. It's almost like you could say, why am I like this? Why am I doing this? What's going on within me? And then you need a place to unpack it, to move the energy through, and also to be validated in some way because we have so many layers of energies within us. You know, we have so many different parts of ourselves that can come alive or come out that it isn't until we fully stop, acknowledge it, and sit with it that we can dive into where did this originate from? And with Scorpio, the energies often lead us to where there wasn't love. What was loveless? What felt powerless? Where we weren't fully embraced? Where our emotional world wasn't understood? Where we had to be a certain way for others? Where we had to perhaps absorb energies that could have been very dark or hard or complicated. It's almost like going back to that Tasmanian devil. It's where people can throw energy around, throw emotions around, throw their reactions around. And when you were younger, especially, and you were open or you were a sponge and you just took it all in and you thought, this is how it works. This is how people work. This is the emotions that I have to move through and contend with. It isn't until we're older that we realize, wait a minute, that was really messed up. That's really unhealthy. That's absolutely not okay. And then you start to reclaim what you need, reclaim your power, and also rewrite perhaps some new definitions around what you're feeling, what you're needing, and ultimately understanding more about what love is for you, what truth is for you, what it means to feel safe in the complexities of the human experience. So this brings up our deeper psychology. It brings up what we haven't understood about ourselves, what has been hidden and repressed, and how it's coming up and out to support our consciousness journey, to support our ascension, to support our spiritual growth, especially through the darkest tunnels, the most intense memories, or the most powerless parts of ourselves. And this theme continues where on November 1st, the sun in Scorpio opposes Jupiter retrograde in Taurus at 10 degrees. So all throughout this week, we have this back and forth dance between the planets in Scorpio and Jupiter in Taurus. Jupiter is a big energy this week. Yes, it's retrograde, but there's something here that this Jupiter retrograde in Taurus is holding in a very strong clear way. And Jupiter and Taurus can't be rocked, can't be moved. It's the boulder that isn't going to move. 
And so what is spirit holding for you in order for you to see the wisdom in it? Maybe there's something being reflected back to you through the oppositions to the planets in Scorpio. Maybe there is a mirror here or a reflection. Maybe there's something that you're meant to see that, again, is clear, simple, strong, and connected to your spiritual wisdom. But I'm getting this visual of a labyrinth where it could feel like you're twisting and turning in the Scorpio energies. You're going over here. You're looking in this nook. You're in this cranny. You're in this cave. It's like, what am I searching for? What is it? And then you break through and Jupiter retrograde in Taurus is standing right there, providing a higher perspective, a higher answer that could even dissolve. I'm getting the visual of dissolving what was complicated, what was intense, what was overwhelming. It's almost like, oh, well, that was an easy answer. Why didn't I see that before? Well, because you had to go through all these nooks and crannies and caves and reactions and experiences and to understand more about your own needs, your own process, your own internal world. So what you want to do in your astrology chart is look at which house or houses you have 5 to 11 degrees of Taurus. This is where the Taurus lunar eclipse is occurring for you. I have a video on YouTube going through that chart if you'd also like to look at that. Then you're going to look at where you have 5 to 11 degrees of Scorpio and that is the house where you're deeply processing more and you're moving through something emotional and intense that you're going to emerge out of. And I feel that's part of the promise of this Taurus lunar eclipse. There is something here that is supporting you through that labyrinth, supporting you on getting to the other side and returning to, or perhaps even feeling for the first time, a peacefulness and a calm about whatever was stirring you up or very complicated. And by looking at the house placements in your chart, you're seeing the areas of life or the environments of life where this push and pull energy is working itself out with you. And that is the main astrology of this week. It's very focused. It's very focused on Taurus and Scorpio energies. Yes, we have that trine with Venus and Virgo to Uranus, in Taurus, but that also reiterates finding the simple solution and understanding what is being healed here. What is being healed, but it's almost like it's been painful, a painful healing process, a difficult, complicated, challenging, painful healing process. And this is leading you to the other side of that. Now, I have a story I want to share with you, and this is a story that I heard a few decades ago, and I feel like it beautifully depicts Scorpio energies, human psychology, character tests. It brings up a lot about how we operate in order to get what we need and to understand more of a truth. And this story is associated with the end of World War I, which happened in late 1918. And it's when the soldiers were coming home from war, obviously those that had survived. I heard this story told as the soldier and the seamstress. Uh, Perhaps you've heard a version of this story or something similar. 
So here's the version I heard. It's about a soldier stationed in Europe who was not on the front lines, but was on the front lines of the experiences that others were having. He was working in the medical facilities for the Allied powers. And as he was taking care of those who were badly injured and suffering, he started exchanging letters with a woman that he only knew as a seamstress. And this woman started sending him letters because she was connected through him from someone else in her community, although they had never met and they didn't know each other. So they started exchanging letters over the course of a few years. And she would offer him support. She would listen to his stories of soldiers he met on the front lines. He shared what he was experiencing. And their letters became more regular and more frequent until it was clear that the war was ending and he would be able to go home. He was exhausted, damaged, traumatized, and also so excited to return to his home and be done with the horrific experiences of war. So she agreed to meet him at the train station. And because they didn't know each other and they didn't know what each other looked like, they said that they would each wear a red rose. He would wear a red rose on his lapel and she would wear a red rose behind her ear. And this is how they would identify each other at the train station. Now, this young seamstress was close to her grandmother, and she told her grandmother about this soldier, about the letters they had exchanged, and she told her grandmother that she was going to meet him at the train station, but she was nervous. She was afraid that perhaps this man wasn't who he said he was, and she was also afraid of her own vulnerability around meeting him in person after they had exchanged so much personal information through letters. So as the grandmother heard her daughter, the seamstress, describe the story, the grandmother said, I know what we'll do. So they both went to the train station to meet the soldier. And the grandmother told her granddaughter that what truly matters is someone's character and how they take action, what their behavior is, how they truly show up. It isn't simply the words they write, it's what they do with their actions. And that's information you don't have until you meet somebody, until you know them and can see how they move about their life and move about their world. So when they arrived at the train station, it was busy and bustling. Everyone getting off the trains were experiencing these jubilant reunions and hugs and embraces. And sitting on the bench with a red rose behind her ear was the grandmother. And her daughter, the seamstress, stood in the shadows to see what would develop and unfold. She caught sight of the soldier with the red rose on his lapel getting off the train. And her heart skipped a beat because she thought he was quite handsome and dignified. And then she watched as he carefully looked around the train station and finally saw the old woman sitting on the bench with a red rose behind her ear. And the seamstress watched as the soldier's shoulders fell. His energy sank into disappointment. He took the red rose off his lapel and he walked right past the old woman sitting on the bench. 
with the red rose behind her ear. The seamstress was heartbroken. So just as the seamstress was getting ready to compose herself, she watched as the soldier returned into the train station carrying a bouquet of roses. And he walked right over to the bench where the old woman was still sitting with the red rose behind her ear. And he sat down next to her and said, Over the past few years, your letters brought me more comfort and strength during these hardest times in my life. Your words and stories gave me life as I was surrounded by death and heartbreak. I must admit, I thought you were a younger woman. I thought I was coming home to meet a younger woman that I felt a deep connection with. And I was slightly disappointed at first to see you sitting on the bench. But I realized everything you've done for me over these past few years was beautiful and priceless. And you deserved a full bouquet of red roses instead of just a single rose in your hair. As he was speaking, the grandmother was smiling and nodding her head. And the seamstress was watching this interaction. She couldn't hear what was being said. All she could see was how happy her grandmother was, how she had put her hand on her heart, and how sweet the interaction with the soldier was. When he was done speaking, the grandmother simply said, Thank you so much for your kind words. It matters more, more than you could ever know. And then she stood up and she asked him, Would you please escort me out to the front of the train station? As she held the bouquet of roses, the soldier extended his elbow for her to latch her arm around to steady herself. And they slowly walked out to the front of the train station, which had been clearing out of people and was now quieter, calmer, and more vacant. As they slowly walked forward, the seamstress who had been watching in the shadows appeared on the sidewalk in front of them. And as soon as the soldier set eyes on her, he came to a full and complete stop. And the grandmother looked up and smiled and said, This is my granddaughter. She is the woman you have been exchanging letters with. And now it is my turn to apologize to you. You see, my granddaughter, the seamstress, was falling in love with you through your letters, through what you shared with her about your experiences in the war. But she was nervous to finally meet you, and I was afraid of her disappointment if you weren't truly the man you proclaimed to be. Because I learned through my marriage to my husband about the truth of character, and that we can say a lot of words, but what do we do when no one's looking? We don't know if someone likes us for who we truly are or not. And so the grandmother continued by saying, this was my idea for you to meet me instead of my granddaughter with the red rose. I'm sorry for deceiving you. I apologize, but I was breaking a pattern in my family. I wanted my granddaughter to have better and I wanted her to connect with a man of good character, not just someone who could be a hero, but someone who could do the right thing, even if he was disappointed or it wasn't what he expected. The whole time, the soldier could not take his eyes off the granddaughter as he felt this overwhelming love at first sight, as well as huge excitement and relief that he was in fact corresponding 
with a younger woman. And even though he felt a slight anger and trigger at being momentarily deceived, he could also understand why the grandmother wanted to protect her granddaughter. The grandmother handed the granddaughter the bouquet of roses, and the granddaughter, the seamstress, also apologized for not being there to greet him, but she hopes he will understand why. And so within this story, there are many Scorpio themes, many different ways to look at a situation, to look at an experience, to look at a feeling that ultimately could be pushing you to a truth, pushing you to a realization, even if it feels very choppy, challenging, or complex, even if it brings up more questions along the way. Is this person being honest with me? What is the overriding intention? What is the truth, the real truth in this situation that matters, that's bigger than any momentary disappointments? What are the various tactics that people will use to go to a truth, to find out information? And this is all of the complexities of the human experience, our psychology, where are you driven by something that's truthful? Are you desiring an answer or insight that could be complicated to arrive at? And perhaps you could see both sides of a story where it was deceitful to have the grandmother in place of the seamstress. But if it was out of a desire to get to the heart of someone's character or their truth, does that make it worthwhile? So this can bring up moral and ethical issues that we have to filter through or emotionally move through until we get to the heart of what really matters or have a new clarity about what is essential for the long term. And the other side of the story was how the seamstress didn't know if the soldier was being honest with her. So they both had the same fear or they both had that same uncertainty, that same vulnerability. And the Scorpio energy goes deeper into what you're feeling intuitively, what you're really tapping into or something feels off or it feels correct where there's a stronger emotional message coming through to trust. But first you can question it. First you can doubt it. And the Scorpio journey is to push through the fears, to really trust yourself more, to trust that what is coming up is part of the process, is part of the work, and maybe it's been clogged. Maybe it's been clogged and stuck, and then there could be this huge burst of energy that pushes through whatever has been clogged or stuck. And so we move into Scorpio season with this powerful Taurus lunar eclipse that is going to show you a truth, illuminate something you're meant to see and acknowledge, simplify it, show you what is true for you now and help you move out of anything that has been holding you back, pulling you under, too much emotional spinning or things going on that make it very complicated. This is a beautiful time to know that the universe is going to be willing to give you answers and clarity with this eclipse. I did a previous podcast for you 
on this Taurus lunar eclipse energy as well. So feel free to listen to that if you want more information to work with in this eclipse cycle. And just to close out what we've been discussing, this is an eclipse to be honest with yourself. Be brutally honest about something you need, you want. Be honest about what you know you can create. Be honest with yourself where that honesty lives above the fear, above the limitations, above past experiences, where there's something that you're able to latch on to and see is for your best and highest good in this cycle. We will keep rocking and rolling through these energies as we look at what will be coming up here in Scorpio season and what will be reset and renewed with the Scorpio new moon that will be coming up on November 13th. Now keep in mind, if your birthday is coming up and your birthday is close to this eclipse, or even to the Scorpio new moon, this is important to know in your solar return chart, in your solar return energies. It means it's a significant year for you of changes, of growth, of developments. And it's important to have a heads up on how that will look for you. So do check out my solar return course that shows you how to interpret and understand these energies. Very important to note if your birthday is in November or December, because now you're going to see what the themes are for you over the next 12 months, what's going to be unfolding, what's going to be showing up, what the lessons are, what the healing is, where the growth is. And also it gives you an understanding of it's right on time. It's energetically right on time. It is divine timing. And then you can work with it more powerfully. So do check out the Solar Return course. And that is a course you can work with every single year. So you buy it once and then you come back next year and the year after that. And you understand how to be more in your power and in your authority in your life, as well as a deeper connection to what the cosmos is bringing up for you. And it is still 50% off. So do check that out and know that it's a place where I'm happy to answer questions. I answer a lot of questions in these courses so that you can also understand more of what's going on for you. You can find all of my current courses at mollymccord.online. And do please check out my YouTube channel with all the playlists I have for you to look at your chart, to understand more about your energy. And I look forward to connecting with you as well on Instagram and Facebook. So wishing you a beautiful Taurus lunar eclipse energy. I hope it brings up exactly the changes you're ready to make. And I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday with a new podcast episode. Have a beautiful week ahead. Take good care and I'll see you back here soon.